0: hello eric hello breadheads welcome to another fantastic episode of think fresh how are you doing today eric
1: what's up loser i'm doing good. what up fam doing all right you know i'm just surviving at this point <laughs>
0: surviving really is the bar right now
1: yeah how are you doing
0: i'm doing uh i'm doing good i just finished off and just demolished a burger and a salad for lunch
1: oh wow side salad
0: i I did the side salad move i felt like just uh a patty between buns that's more of a snack than a lunch a lunch requires a side
1: interesting that you would call a burger a snack (laughs) (laughs) um (laughs) what the fuck we've um we've also discussed already how like Basically, without the bread, it's a salad. So you kind of have a salad inside the burger already.
0: Salad with a side of salad.
1: Holy yeah! <laughs> what kind of yeah. um, bread you rock in there? Are you doing lettuce lettuce wrap a substitute or? <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's a... some serious salad action. No, I'm uh just rocking a normal bun, a little bit of like sesame seed on the top half. There's mm-hmm. a word for the top half of the bun. Do you know what it is?
1: Oh, yes, I do. We posted it somewhere.:
0: Yeah, we shared that information. So yeah, yeah, for the we, listeners,,
1: we the,
0: the bun of a burger is actually divided into two different parts <laughs> with two distinct names. The top of the bun, where you may find the seeds and more of a con, would that be convex, kind of shape? That's the crown. Mm -hmm. The bottom of the bun, which is typically the thinner end, that would be referred
1: to as the heel. The crown (laughs) and the heel. Insane. Can you believe that? Like, I can't think of a more unappealing name than heel for something (laughs) that you put food on. Yeah, just like
0: get real nice with that heel. Just get it in your muzzle.
1: Yeah. And looking at that um, little Travi burger, they're like, instructed to put the ingredients on the crown and then like flip it over or Mm -hmm. something that's what it seems like
0: yeah when i walked looked through the breakdown of the travis scott burger i felt like it was entirely (laughs) built backwards that's how i interpreted it too they start from the top down so Mm then in order to do that they have to flip it it doesn't make any sense
1: but you know what's interesting about that though is um it's kind of done based on it's the opposite of subway actually it's like starting with the sauces um, which is interesting because you can like cook your meat while you're doing everything else pretty much
0: mm. so there's a time saving element to the the Le flame burger
1: yeah like have you played overcooked on on switch <laughs> you know
0: i have i'm Dude, on the last like
1: level. Uh, yeah, wow yeah i'm i'm getting there i'm working on it but yeah it's like a similar thing you can chop out your veggies add your sauces do all that meats on the grill you can assemble it and then all you got to do is slap the patty on with a couple of slices of cheese, flip over the heel and then do a, do a front flip. And then, yeah, you're done. <laughs> we'll serve her up. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I
0: don't, I don't know though. I don't think that would work for subway because subway is, you know, exactly where I was headed. <laughs> place. You're going to say the same thing, right?
1: Yeah. G- keep going. Yeah.
0: Well, it would be, uh, Downright impossible, I'm going to say, for a customer to walk in the subway and be able to command multiple artists in multiple stations at the same time.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> the, the linear process exists because I, don't, I think it would be cognitive overload to have your meat and your veggies being selected
1: at the same time. Oh, that's true. So, yeah, you need to tell them what meat you want so they can cook it and then you're doing everything else. Maybe that makes sense, though. Rather than standing around looking at your artist while they toast your sandwich with your like chicken on it. You can be like designing the sauces in the sandwich, uh, veggie selection, you know?
0: Yeah. It's a good point. You should be able to just rip over to the veggie station and start, uh, lining up your selection for the sandwich. Mm-hmm. It's bullshit that they just keep you in that purgatory. <laughs> I go back and forth on that.
1: Yeah. There's a real lull in the experience like of the user mm-hmm. journey there. Um, but then again i guess they're toasting it with the bread like the bread is what you're toasting and then they just like i guess leave the meat on there and they're like okay well i guess this can go in the toaster <laughs> <laughs> they would they it's would probably toast uh, the vegetables too if they like lasted through that like yeah well the microwave or whatever. is
0: working with like one eye open they're <laughs> just getting by they're not paying attention
1: yeah wow imagine frying up uh your vegetables and that thing I that think some like, vegetables uh,
0: would set up for that. I could see like um like a little bit of wilted spinach on there might actually have like a there's a certain appeal to maybe like a steamed vegetable in that.
1: Hmm. Well that's interesting. What if they prepared vegetables versus just like serving them to raw, raw dog in you?
0: Yeah, I don't want to just get raw dog. I want maybe a warm tomato, kinda like a la flatbread
1: style. Ah, yes. Yeah, interesting. Warm tomato yeah some vegetables
0: obviously wouldn't wouldn't toast very well like i don't think i would want my pickle toasted or at least not by a sandwich artist yeah (laughs) um i also feel like the banana peppers wouldn't fare well anything i guess with
1: an acidic kind of
0: um persona
1: Mm i might be inclined to think that a tomato is like a rare rare breed you know like I can't think of very many other veg- vegetables that would be good toasted. Like, it seems seems odd. Like, unless you're thinking of, like, a roasted, like, dinner, you know what I mean? Like, you throw some bell peppers in the oven or whatever, mm-hmm. and potatoes in, and
0: stuff. In 25 seconds, I don't think you're going to get that sweet roasted bell pepper <laughs> from those scraggly brown little green pepper strands.
1: <laughs> uh, yeah, your um your organic lemons from Whole Foods don't have enough time to steam and really fuse with the rosemary that you've picked from your garden um, <laughs> in that little foot by foot toaster is the toaster also using the measurement system.
0: <laughs> I, I'm, I'm sure it is. I'm sure it's a foot and a half because you need a little bit of airway around it. Well, yeah. It would be smart <laughs> though, to take some oregano or some Parmesan from up funnel in the ordering process, bring that back to the toasting section, sprinkle it on your meat. And then it's got a little bit of, uh, that spice to kind of cook in a little bit of simmering happening.
1: Mm, Yeah. (laughs) covering gargoyle, watch that thing, uh, you know, pop.
0: Yeah. It'll be popping off in that toaster.
1: Mm. Well, you know, my lunch, I didn't, um, I didn't make anything that would be very good at all in the toaster. Um, I inadvertently made a tuna sub, a deconstructed tuna sub.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Walk me through that.
1: Okay, so basically what I did was first I hard-boiled three eggs. Um, (laughs) (laughs) This guy um, needs his protein. Yeah, listen here. I'm a certified meat eater, so we gotta keep a 100 on this pod. Um, Stinky meat Eric over here. Exactly. If the meat's not sweating, then I'm not eating. Damn, Um, that's so
0: much egg.
1: (laughs) Oh yeah, three eggs. Um, I, I I uh, placed an order at like a farmer's market, so I had tons of like vegetables and and stuff, and, and the eggs actually came from there too. So it I was pretty much like right a farmer's there. market lunch. Just What's gotta up?
0: pause right there and say it's so cool that in twenty twenty you can order online from a farmer's market. <laughs>
1: yeah, actually, <laughs> um, by ordering online, I mean I texted my mom and she got it from her farmer's market. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, man's got connections. Yeah, I got a I got a woman for that. Yeah. It's like, you got a guy for that, but in this case, I got a woman for that. It's my mom. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I had a bunch of stuff from them. So what I did was I hard boiled those eggs. I, uh, I had this like lettuce mix. It's kind of like a spring mix thing. Um, threw that in a little bowl with some olive oil, uh, balsamic, salt, pepper, um and salt, of course. Um, I have like a can of tuna that I bought from like the first week of quarantine because <laughs> I thought the world was ending <laughs> So I use that. And (laughs) uh some capers, um, a bell pepper that I got from the market as well. And yeah, and then when I like sliced open the eggs, I sprinkled on some more black pepper and salt and some cayenne. And I laid that out nicely on top.
0: Yeah, a nice photogenic touch to that. Speaking of which I hope we see this deconstructed tuna salad sandwich in (laughs) the OnlyFans later.
1: It's behind a paywall.
0: But I think the listeners all be really excited to see it.
1: You yeah, know, I, I am. I'm, I'm like getting a... chills
0: just thinking about it.
1: Yeah, dude. Nothing like some paywall sub content. This is great.
0: Yeah, I'll throw my burger and salad up there too for the listeners.
1: <laughs> Amazing. <clears throat> well, that uh-huh. sounds like
0: a, a sizzling lunch. Uh, I'm picturing it's kind of like a Nikoise, but you have like a big glob of
1: tuna fish on the side. Um. Yeah. I mean, it's mixed in.
0: <laughs> I'm not a savage.
1: <laughs> um, but yeah. You'll see. You'll see. It, it's looking very nice. I have this like Yum. big uh, IKEA metal bowl that I threw it in. So like, you know, the bowl is huge. So it gave me lots of nice, lots of room to like mix it around. Thinking of our um, Boa Steakhouse video.
0: Oh, yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah, you're getting some uh, some flips and some spins in there.
1: Yeah, just no Dijon on, on the crisp white tea from Haynes. you know?
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you don't want to burn through a white t-shirt in one meal.
1: No, I mean I already do wear them once and throw them out, but don't want it to be because of Dijon.
0: No, you do that because you're rich. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, this is uh this this podcast is really uh helping our our, our pockets out, right? <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, deep pockets like I'm Drizzy Drake.
0: Yeah, yeah, we roll in.
1: Speaking of, uh, yeah. do like i've never i haven't seen a five dollar footlong in in years like i does that still exist
0: i think the five dollar footlong got cancelled my man
1: was it ever in canada because i don't think we ever had the luxury of trying that
0: i remember as a kid i would be able to partake in the five dollar footlong but uh in canada at least the five dollar footlong was limited to like the shitty section of the menu the menu is typically broken down into two sections. You got the signature sandwiches. Those are your like top shelf high end. <laughs> Sometimes they have the sauce built in. That's how good they are. Those are the, the those are your like seven, eight, maybe even $10 sandwiches. Then you got mm. the classics. These are the tried and trues. These ones aren't really meant to be toasted all the time. You got your black forest ham, your, uh your tuna is probably in there. Um, uh just a nice selection of deli meats and then you yeah. got like the third kind of section of the menu which people don't talk about in Canada it's like a secret menu tucked in the corner of the board that says five dollar sandwiches and in there you got all of the uh, misfit sandwiches you got the veggie delight the egg salad sandwich you got the um salami just salami no other meat
1: <laughs> <laughs> i was gonna say before you ripped off that third uh option i was gonna say it's like the tie-in eric and besides of the menu because like i'm always playing around in the high-end chicken area <laughs> or the yes. bmc area and you're you're down in the gutter like the i'm in
0: the dumps man that's where the falafel yeah, is <laughs>
1: exactly <laughs> wow but you know sometimes when you choose to rock with the beyond meat when you when you uh decide to be a beyond meatballer then yeah, you're up there. I think that's probably the most expensive sandwich.
0: Yeah, I think it is too. And boy, I feel like I'm flying first class when I order that. guy. Yeah, and like the artists react. You, you see a, a visceral reaction from the artists when you order the Beyond Meat. They say, like, "Ooh, big spender. Maybe I'm getting a tip today. Ooh, Treat this dad, man with respect."
1: Daddy, I'm I'm wet. Yeah, then they so, so and so they go. So are my hands.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, go pick out the the least stale Italian bread for this man. <laughs> he deserves ah, yes. it. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um this brings me to a question i wanted to ask you today which was uh i want to know what your we never really talk about our own personal perception of the ingredients so i was wondering like what are what are what's your top meat at subway what no what's your top three favorite meats and
1: top why three favorite meats me. um, good question uh i would go with the chicken
0: okay okay so this is in
1: no particular order uh um, okay. so the chicken I don't I don't think it's called the oven roasted chicken. I think it's the like kind of like shredded one. It's like it's like pulled pork kind of but chicken. <laughs> <laughs> um it, it's in the chicken bacon ranch. I like that one quite a bit. Um it pairs well with the bacon. Yeah. And it's got like when you lay it out on the sandwich, it has this nice these nice grooves in there, kinda like the Grand Canyon where the sauce can really collect. <laughs> <laughs> I um, love
0: some natural pooling to happen. And you bite yeah. in there and it just let it spray out.
1: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's like uh yeah, Grand Canyon of sauce in there. It's really nice. Um but then other than that, it, this is a kind of a hard one because the BMT is like three or four meats in one sandwich. Um and the
0: BMT is
1: the go to for big meat daddy Eric. Yeah, exactly. Um yeah, I don't like Boston, but I do like the their sandwiches apparently. Oh, this is
0: crazy! Did I tell you that I looked up what BMT stands for and I got it wrong? Remember in a previous okay, yeah, yeah. okay. uh, Hard pause here. We'll come back to your favorite meats. I got, I got to set the record straight here. Okay. So I looked up BMT a while back. No, sorry, I was told that BMT. Rumor has it from a sandwich artist that it was Boston Metro Transit, which doesn't make any sense because. That would be the only reference to the city of Boston in Subway. I double-checked that information through some Subway fact-checking system online. Everything (laughs) exists. And it turns out that BMT actually stands for the Brooklyn Manhattan Transit Corporation. Whoa, interesting. So it's named after the corporation that runs the transit system between Brooklyn and Manhattan, the BMT. (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> <laughs> <you> want, baby? <laughs> oh wow so, so tell me you when i'm try. uh when i'm living in yeah. manhattan in my in my sick bachelor penthouse i can just hop on the bmt and then make my way down to uh after hours at brooklyn
0: yeah bro you can take your bmt to the you can take you can take the bmt to subway for a bmt
1: holy Woo! shit
0: i know that's Chills, actually so right? sick
1: well i i don't really understand what it has to do with this whole like this idea of like trains and sandwiches like a sub is also a train like a subway like it's yeah. like it's actually like a, such a weird connection that we've made as a society like it's in terms it's very of weird and then subway I, just like dove in head first on that they're like we're making a sandwich restaurant called subway. <laughs> <laughs> yeah
0: it's ours now bitches this is our yeah. our platform yeah um, yeah, I, I thought that was wild, but it draws a very nice connection point now between the menu and the wallpaper, which, as all of our listeners know, has the New York Metro map just mm. plastered all over it yeah. in a very, like, it's faded Italian, like, <laughs> early <right>? Renaissance-esque style. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: Tuscan, uh, yeah, you know. But, so, does that mean the BMT is, like, the flagship sandwich at subway
0: yeah that's a good question it might be the true the most true sandwich to subways roots
1: that seems to make sense like yeah like i don't i don't know where the steak and cheese comes from that's like from philly you know Um, it's not the veggie delight (laughs) definitely not um (laughs) yeah so is subway okay this is another thing so subway is not from new york do they call train stations subway stations in other parts of the world? Or is that just a, a New York thing?
0: I'm not sure. Uh, let's l- open that question up to the Herbs on the call. Herbs, if you guys, what do you call uh, the subway system in your hometown? In Vancouver, we call it the SkyTrain because <laughs> we live in the future.
1: Yeah, <laughs> it's like the Hyperloop.
0: Yeah, it's Except basically slower. And
1: Seth Rogen does the fucking voiceovers
0: yeah and it shuts down when it snows yeah everything you want in a subway system
1: (laughs) Uh, in a future episode we're gonna have to draw some comparisons between our skytrain system and eating at subway i'm sure there's tons oh totally (laughs) especially the clientele part yeah clientele the blue collar uh vibes and also not wanting to sit down anywhere (laughs) <laughs> yeah, it's kinda, most subways are
0: a grab and go kind of
1: place <laughs> yeah definitely don't don't touch any railings when you're in there and uh yeah wash your hands
0: <laughs> yeah get out quick
1: yeah um okay, yeah so the back, third meat. Yeah, yeah back to meat. that wait uh, let's let's, say... let's start
0: from the top you got uh roasted chicken
1: yeah roasted chicken bmt all,
0: all three meats it's a collab effort for the bmt
1: yeah let's just call it a fucking i don't know one and done it's all one and then the third one would be the steak um as seen in the uh steak and cheese
0: Mm, yeah that's a nice uh flappy meat
1: yeah it's good flapper Um, yeah it's a it's a bit of a controversial
0: (laughs) pick but i i respect you for selecting it
1: yeah for sure um i find that the second two Mm -hmm. have like more like a fat higher fat content i think like the chicken's like really lean. So in order to get like a lot of flavor out of it, you gotta add like some sauce and and stuff like that. But with this steak and cheese, like you almost don't need anything.
0: Yeah, it's a really good point. It's uh it's uh can fly solo. It's a lone, it's a lone wolf sandwich. It's everything yeah. you need, the, the whole package.
1: Yeah, it might be a plain Jane mayo mustard situation, no?
0: Yeah, and I think it could hold up.
1: Absolutely, same with the BMT.
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm definitely. <laughs> Well, uh, there you have it, folks. Big meat, Eric's <laughs> three favorite meats.
1: <laughs> so, <laughs> so let me let me flip that question on you. What are your top three vegetables?
0: Oh wow, vegetables.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, well, I could probably make the guess for you, but I'm going to let you answer.
0: Okay, let me think for a second here. Does the falafel count as a vegetable?
1: No, I'm talking specifically about the second half of the ordering process. Straight-up
0: Garden Grosch. Okay, I can do this. Yeah, like straight-up okay.
1: toaster. Like, what would you like, sir?
0: <laughs> okay, well, I love the lettuce there. I'm, I'm an extra lettuce guy. I like it when they pile it on. It's nice, it's light, it's fluffy. It breaks up the grittiness of some of the other sandwich elements. Um, I like it when they just take a big handful and pile it on. So, number one is lettuce. Oh, yeah. Um, number two is, without a doubt, the tomato uh but the tomato is kind of a hit or miss zone like sometimes i feel like the artist is just like digging around in there for like the driest tomato or like the whole (laughs) container still with like these like ghostly white tomatoes Mm. so it's a controversial pick but when they hit they hit just right you get something that's really juicy and it's like just like a sopping wet soggy tomato that just like dissolves the bread that's what i'm looking for it really like balances out that fluffy dry lettuce
1: yeah, it's kind of like um, when you're staying at a, like a hotel and you go to the pool. It's like you never take the towel that's on top, you know. It's like you might be staying at the Chateau Marmont, but you still want to like kind of reach into the middle of the stack and grab something from there.
0: Every time, yeah. Pull, pull back a couple slices and just take that one out that just looks right for the sandwich. And I mm-hmm. appreciate when they do that because it shows to me that they care about giving me the best sandwich experience.
1: A rare uh, opportunity.
0: <laughs> yeah, and then I think I have to go with my third favorite vegetable. Would be so I've I just hit two classics. Those things work in most sandwiches. Now I'm going to hit you with the uh, banana pepper. It's probably my third favorite Ooh. vegetable because that thing's got sweetness. It's got the tang. It's got the the heat. It's got a little bit of a almost a like a fruity kick to it. It's really like the life of the party when you put it in a sandwich.
1: It really is.
0: So there you have it, folks. There's Thai's three favorite vegetables. Big veg Thai.
1: Big veg. I thought you were going to say spinach.
0: I w- thought about spinach, but I'm so sick of them, like, reaching <laughs> into the spinach bucket and just, like, taking out, like, some, like, they're, it's either, like, sopping wet or it's, like, just stems, you know?
1: Mm, yeah. Too much stem on the spinach. Too much stem. Not enough leaf. That's some hot yeah. trash right there. Mm-hmm. Damn, man. Yeah, me no likey. I wonder if spinach is a Canada exclusive. I don't ever recall seeing it.
0: I'm pretty sure spinach is native to Canada. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The other challenge with the spinach is that, like, if you, you you get a whiff of the bad... If the spinach is bad and you get a whiff of it, it's really bad.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you know? M- much like uh, like all the other um ingredients there to be honest
0: that's a good point i guess in it's isolation
1: like, it's a no-go
0: yeah i would actually <laughs> love it if um as part of the kind of multi-sensory experience you could request your sandwich artist just kind of pile their nose into a bucket and get take a big <laughs> whiff and just and then give you a, a review of what they smelled.
1: <laughs> yeah <laughs> you know yeah i definitely couldn't do that uh with everybody in line because one, it would take forever, and two, it's not very food safe.
0: No, but it would really uh, help me navigate the sandwich making um, act, the decision making.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, tell me what top notes you're hitting. <laughs>
0: yeah, <laughs> how, how putrid is it? Be real with me, dog. Yeah, exactly.
1: <laughs> Do your sinuses burn. Yeah,
0: <laughs> if, they, if they sneeze right away, it's a no-go. Yeah. I'm out.
1: Exactly oh Wild boy lead. it's good to be uh it's good to be back dude we took a little uh vacation from the pod
0: yeah nomadic t-bone tie had to uh do a little bit of uh jet setting so we couldn't record last week but i hope the herbs don't mind
1: yeah super spreader tie was uh on vacation and traveling and you know shaking everyone's hand and trying their subs and stuff so yeah we have to give him a little <laughs> week, week off to do that you know <laughs>
0: I like to think that I'm spreading more love and positive energy than germs, but <laughs> <laughs>
1: that's right. This is a this is a pro love podcast, alright? Pro love, positive yeah. vibes. Yeah. Anyways, that. Uh, Want to hit our our users with uh, some closing thoughts? <laughs> oh, geez. We haven't done that in a long time.
0: Yeah. Okay. Uh, closing thoughts. Today we talked a lot about ranking your favorite things and i think that's really important to do at subway and beyond so that you can develop a more assertive and assertive personality and develop a better dialogue with yourself to become a better human you herb
1: (laughs) (laughs) what do you got (laughs) yeah Marie Kondo yourself um what's that what's that show on Netflix where they like have these like two bimbos like re reorganize your like life that's like it's yes. new What's i'm on?
0: unfortunately about to tell you what it's called because i watched it last night <laughs> <laughs> uh, much like think fresh it is a kind of a variety show <laughs> of, uh, home, home improvement it's mostly closet adjustments the show is called the home edit uh, um, yes. it's dorky as hell but i watched a few episodes
1: perfect let me just pay you 15 grand to throw out my t-shirts for me <laughs> yeah <laughs> <Sick>. <laughs> all right well i guess that's another episode of think fresh um anything else ty yeah
0: hit up our only fans we'll pop our lunch on there show you guys a little bit of what's under the bun uh <laughs> and follow us on instagram at think fresh podcast we've been really
1: upping our meme game lately <laughs> yeah these are all made by us we don't repost anything it's all one of one (laughs) we (laughs) should start watermarking shit yeah we
0: should yeah we'll have to work on a watermark yeah (laughs) as far as um being two designers we've done um embarrassingly little to create visual artifacts for this podcast
1: yeah it's mostly done through the instagram story editor Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. all right bud it's been a pleasure
0: it's been it's been real fun uh think fresh everybody
1: Peace.